listening to Cleveland and Beyond with Andy Bellman and Jared Watson, brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts. And we are live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. He's Andy Billman. I'm Jared Watson, and this podcast is brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. Check them out, Original Cleveland Sports Reporting at WaitingForNextYear.com. Also, coming soon to Evergreen Podcasts. Hey, are you worried about Browns chatter? Has it been quiet? Have we not been hearing enough stuff about the Browns? Well, uh, who likes a good report card? We all do. All of us Browns fans do. We're going to take a look at how Pro Football Focus rated the Browns this year as we head into Super Bowl week, which... Most of us are sitting there after that last Chiefs and and uh, Bills game thinking, son of a bitch, it should have been us. We'll get into that too. Uh, the Cavs are at the end of their reunion tour because they just had Kyrie come in, currently 2-1, and one, and uh, got LeBron James and the Lakers coming in as soon as we finish this podcast, probably while we are still recording the podcast. LeBron will be in town. Uh, Tristan Thompson, Sunday night in a blowout with the Celtics, I was surprised at that one. They were eight-point dogs, the Cavs were, and ended up getting their asses handed to them. I mean, the just did not show up at the all. The Celtics covered that within two minutes in the game. Oh, it was brutal. And uh, speaking of Kyrie, Chris Fedor uh, did a look back at the trade, and uh, we'll do the same. Look back at that trade, getting rid of Kyrie. Great article. Who, who really want it? Uh, I mean, fingers are pointing towards the Cavs at this point. Finally, a little tribe at the end of the show, which is going to depress the fuck out of all of you. We're just going to lay it out there right now. <laughs> There's nothing good. So if you want to like shut off the podcast, then shut oh, off the podcast. Oh, come on. Who's not excited? How are the tribe going to spend? This is why we fuck load our ass. Come on. Come on. <laughs> come on. Who wants to, who's getting your Hernandez jersey ready? Come on. Hey, 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 hey. Here's the good hey. news. Yeah, hey, here's hey. the good news. The Indians are going to spend more money. How much more? Uh, like five uh, more million. Uh, 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 maybe five more million. You're doing a bank sale there in the corner. Yeah, the team <laughs> might actually make like, you know, it might be a 37 million year payroll. Well, that's a little high. It's a little high. 35. Motherfuckers. <laughs> but first, let's go ahead and talk some more Browns. Cleveland Browns. Time for your grades. We're going to break down pro football focus with the help of cleveland.com broke down every Browns player will do the same. This is good in a way. It's good exercise because we always talk about, it's good to talk about the opinions, but it's also time sometimes to be like, all right, how did the Browns really do according to like analytics and experts, which is what the Browns follow. So we thought that'd be fun. We'll also, again, we'll really love the Cavs, but we'll start off with the Brownies. Um, You know, we're of course going to start off the big show and big show for those. This is all pro football focus. So to explain this hundred to nineties elite, 89 to 85 is a pro bowler. 84 to 70 is a starter. 69 and down, you're starting to get a little wonky. Okay? So 70 above is a starter. 85 to 89 is a pro bowler. And then 90 plus is elite. Okay. The, now, where I want everybody to pause for a second. Where does everybody think Baker rate? Think about in your head for a second. I'll give a few seconds. Mid-80s. Mid-80s, right? 85. And I'm not looking. I'm not looking. 85.6. So I think about. Think, think about. He's a pro bowler going to pro football focus. So think about this. Think about how far that kid has come. And think about how far his season's come from the beginning of rumor mill to what he finished the Bengal game to all the way through this whole year. And he finished at 85.6. Not to belabor this point, but it's good to see facts bring it up from pro football. This is where I enjoy pro football focus at the end of the year. I love things like this. All right, let's really take a gauge. Let's really see how the Browns laid out. In the middle of the year, I think sometimes it can be too hard. 
but it proves a point. We've been saying this narrative throughout all these podcasts, and Jared approves here. Baker not only finished the year strong, he's at pro bowler level according to pro football focus. And I think that plays out with our eyes and the numbers. I think it's yeah. good. I mean, clearly we all saw it with our eyes that the, that the young man got better as the season went on, especially after, after the break, after the break, they, he came back and you could almost put him in that elite category. That's where yeah. he was playing. He was a top five, six, seven, eight quarterback in the league, maybe top four. I mean, he was there. Is that he high? was there. So uh, I think that's perfect. That makes sense. And, and since we're talking about this, then we have to jump right into the conversation that goes with it, which is Deshaun Watson is not coming to the Browns. So shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear it again. Please don't ever bring it up again. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it mentioned. I don't want to see another article. I don't want to hear anyone mention it. I want to throw you through a fucking window. If I have to hear it again, Deshaun Watson is not coming to play for the Cleveland Browns. He's not going to. And if you know what, let's just add Matthew Stafford to that one too. Let's add Matthew Stafford to that. And Deshaun Watson, neither of those players are coming to Cleveland enough talking, stop being stupid. I don't want to hear it anymore. You sound like a moron. You sound like an idiot. You have no reason to say it. You have no reason to think it. You have no reason to believe it. Let's not even entertain that shit anymore. Okay. Did I, did, am I, did I make myself clear? Did I make myself clear? Okay. Do we like Eric Zier? Remember him? Remember Eric Zier? He was going to take over for Bernie Kosar. Remember that? I want him to respond to such silly rumors. Baker Mayfield had a great year. He's our quarterback. They should lock him up for long-term, which the Browns are already working to do. So that Stop puts- writing articles. Stop writing articles entertaining this idea. Even if, is- you're saying, even if your article is saying that it's not going to happen, then you're looking for clicks. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. It's unnecessary. Stop it. It's unnecessary. Stop it. Baker did what a lot of young quarterbacks do when they are on their way to becoming the elite, the the franchise quarterback, the guy that takes helm of the team, just like Josh Allen. It is year three. He has made his improvements. He moved into that role the entire second half of the season. He looked the part. There's nothing else that you could ever ask for out of Baker Mayfield right now. Season three, he's there. Let's roll with it. I'm Period. actually I'm going to go down a road. You teed me off something. I'm ready Sorry. to put out another rumor. No, that's okay. Oh, no, that's okay. No, I'm going to go down another road. Let's do it. But what if Deshaun Watson? I'm sorry, just fucking with you. So look, uh, <laughs> I was ready. I, 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 know you I was ready. ready. I was ready. I almost switched but, a little bit. But, but I'm ready to talk about this Josh Allen thing. Mm. Is now that I watched him play, and I've been feeling this, but I like the, the Bills. Really I know where coach. you're going. And they squeeze the juice out of this team really well. Hmm? Josh Allen, to me, is not as good as Baker Mayfield. No, now, he, he does. He, he now can he fuck do, the ball and run. He does things, and he makes plays, but Baker is the better long-term quarterback. Yes. In fact, Josh would make me nervous in a big spot. Yes. He would make me nervous in a big spot. And let's talk about Josh's maturity, tossing the, uh, the old football at a – the dude's head after he gets sacked, thrown down. Let's go ahead. That's that's for someone else, but I I don't. That game got wonky at the end because everybody's getting chippy and the Bills knew they were going to lose. But it really proved a point, and it starts with our quarterback. Our quarterback is rated by Pro Football Focus as a Pro Bowler. He plays like it. In this question of like, is he better than Tanya Hill? Is he better than Josh Allen? He's better than those. He's better than those guys. Okay. Yep. Yep. Now number one right now is Mahomes, and he deserves it. And my Absolutely. God, that team is elite. That team just plays fast. That team is ruthless. They are they are lightning in a bottle. But but yeah. Baker is our quarterback, pure and simple. 
lock them up, kid, get them in drive. Again, think about this: how his improvement is, how much more could the, how much more has the road to go? Um, good evening, EJ. By the way, we see you on Facebook, EJ. What up, EJ? The show. Running back, running backs. Here's how they rated. This is not surprising. We'll get to more of the surprising stats to go through quickly. Nick Chubb was almost rated elite, eighty-eight point three. Duh. Kareem Hunt was seventy-four. That's about right. That's that's pretty. That's about average. That's about where Kareem Hunt is. Andy Janovich, sixty-five point five. I would. I'm going to stop on him. Dearest Johnson, sixty-five, but he didn't really play much or whatever. Andy Janovich needs to play more next year. I would well, like to see more. Look, we could say this about all three of them. We could say that Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and Janovich all need to be on the field and at the same time in scenarios. Uh, there are different schemes, different ways to approach this with those three players that those three should be on the field. They should be getting the ball more. I, look, I know there are people that are going to go, they got the ball. They're going to look at average. And you have two elite running backs. I know that pro football focus has them scored a little bit lower, but I'm telling you right now, the more that you give them the ball, the better they play period. They both improve as time goes on and the more that they get the ball. So I just, I just want to see more running the ball. Not a lot, just a little bit more. It's going to be just tough though, ball. Andy, with as good as, as Baker is and with the way that the league All is, is a throwing league, it's going to be difficult. So we have to be real about it. Um, but yes, yes, yes. And can we go back one more time? The Browns would have shit stomp the bills. In my opinion. Look, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going I'm to go Sorry. ahead and say, I'm going to go ahead and say what, what a lot, what I'm thinking and what some are thinking what some, what others aren't, but, um, the penalty on Higgins and the, and that's it. I, I, no, no. Browns, Browns Henney, will be there. Browns will beat the bill. Be no, I mean, Third and 14, Chad Henney. Third and 14, Chad Henney. Stop Chad Henney. Jared, you got to stop Chad Henney on third and 14. I, can't. I, I know. Well, I got you on that. Chad, but we, wouldn't have been, we wouldn't have been in that position. Chad We'd have been up. Henney. We'd have been up. We'd have been up. Chad We'd have been up. Running down the field. Running down the field. We'd have had, listen, you you know that, that, that the motivation, you know that that, that that tips the scales. You know that that tips the scales. Stop you Chad know Henney. That, um, all right, yeah, I got you. Stop that. All right, Joe Woods. <laughs> Want to have that conversation worry, again? We'll, 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 we'll piss we'll, everyone we'll, off with the Joe Woods conversation. All right, bring him back, but he's got to do better. Bring yes, him back, and I think that's a balanced. I think that's a balanced response. Yet everyone on social media wants to throw a fit anytime you bring up Joe Woods having issues. Bring hey, him back. Hey, hey, look, defense was so beat up. Correct, I agree with you. They were beat up. That does not mean that Joe Woods should have had the same fucking approach that he did when people weren't hurt. You have to adjust. And he did not make adjustments. That is what we are looking for. That's all. That's all. I said this, and Jared, uh, you know I went off. The Ravens game bothers me even more. In that game, he refused to make adjustments against Lamar fucking Jackson. You know what he does. Runs the ball really well. Yeah, nobody kept an eye on Lamar. I mean, I mean, I mean all we did the whole game was like, man, he is quick. It's like, can't we do something? Nobody, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. None. Didn't make an adjustment. Zero. We don't care. That game oh. infuriates me more than anyone. Again, that's a that reminder where next man up bad. only worked so far. Yes, yes. You yeah. have to play to the skills of the players that are on the field. Fuck, I'm done. All right, we've done this. We've rehashed this. We've done this a million times. All right.
season is a good episode. This is fun. Okay. Right. Wide receiver scores. There we go. See, I knew right. this was going to be. Wide this receiver, was gonna... according to Pro Football Focus, <laughs> wide receiver scores. Jarvis Landry, 84.1, which is – so he's just below Pro Bowler. Would not make sense to me? He had a really good year, obviously. Yes, he did. Beckham, 75.3. If he was healthy, I think he would have scored higher. That's about right. Yep. Richard Higgins is the score, 73.4, which means he's a he's a good regular. And then Kadrell <laughs> Hotch, who barely played, 69.6. And then you got Peoples-Jones, 67, which is about right for Rook. So the, think about this. We had such a strength this year in wide receiver that – Higgins, to me, coming back is important, and I think that score reflects that because I know Beckham was hurt, but Beckham and Higgins almost scored the same, Jared. I mean, almost scored the same. And, yes, Beckham was hurt, but it tells you how important it is to bring Higgins back. Um, yeah, and that's – and we've had this conversation. It took It took this coaching staff a while – to recognize the value of Rashard Higgins on this team. It yeah. took them a while. Uh, they did not understand the connection that he and Baker had. They didn't, they, they, they did not, they took it for granted. They came in and had their own ideas, which let's be fair, considering that this coaching staff came in and made minimal changes to players on the field and actually worked with the guys that were there. I, I can't really get that upset that they didn't recognize right away that Richard's value was higher than what they were giving him. As the time went on after Odell got hurt, they saw, and I think they know there's no way Higgins is gone. There's no way. There's no way. The wide receiver core of Higgins comes back is really set in place. If they happen to lose Higgins, I will say these numbers bear out. They should be still okay. I want Higgins in return. I'm just saying from an analytics standpoint, pro football focus, People's Jones rated pretty well for a guy who didn't really play much at times toward, until the end of the year when Beckham got hurt. And Gadrell Hodge, who I was hard on the year before, I thought really improved and numbers bear that too. Well, and there's, a lot of people that are, there's a lot of people that are higher on, on Jamarcus Bradley too, considering yeah, his speed and that he's, yes. I, so. thought he played, I thought he played well in the, I really thought he played well in the Jets game. For, for, for a guy coming off the street, now look, he didn't blow you away, but for right. a guy coming off the street playing, I mean, guided well, guided well. Um, Tied in was one of the more shocking stats. Everybody pause and think. Who do you think rated number one in pro football focus for stats in a tight end? It wasn't Hooper. It wasn't Bryant. David Njoku, 70.1. Mr. Improvement on this team. I mean, that is amazing. And here's the stat that blew me away in this pro football focus number. He rated a 77 as a pass blocker. Wow. Wow. That fact is huge because this is a guy who struggled in pass blocking last season and who I believe early on in the season probably didn't look all that great either. But again, he improved in the system and this is the first year in the system. Oh boy. This is, I mean, this is, this is big stuff. This is a kid who didn't even want to play for the team who wanted traded out, who wanted to get the fuck out of here. Now, granted he was being a little overzealous and uh, acting a little bit like he had, you know, had been there longer than he had. And thankfully, Stefanski was able to talk him off the ledge, have a conversation with the young man, show him that he was valued within this offense, and 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 did what he needed to do coaching-wise to coach the kid up. He had struggled early on in the season. He did drop balls. And Andy and I would bitch about that on oh. a regular basis. 
God, was he a but, one. And Joku is in a place now where is he a one? I don't know. Could he split time with Hoop? Maybe. Because I'll tell you what, Harrison Bryant, he's the one who let us down later on in the he season. He fell off. He fell off. And his numbers bear that. On pro yeah. football focus, his numbers bear that. Which the again, he's a rookie, so we'll see. We'll see. The other number to me, obviously, is Hooper, who just barely I, I as the year went on, I got less and less impressed with Hooper. Uh he reminded me. <laughs> I think that's someone who's so excited I, so, so I didn't play football, but I played a lot of baseball. Mm-hmm. A lot of baseball my whole life. And in high school, I played first base because I was a lefty. I always played first base anyways. And my second baseman, who's a buddy of mine, uh, well, was a buddy of mine anyways, on and off. <laughs> he, uh, he loved to dive for everything. So every single ball looked like he was giving 120% effort when he really could have just bent over and caught the ground ball. That's kind of what Hooper looked like at tight end, where no matter what Baker did throwing the ball, he was diving, catching, and falling on the ground. Am I fair in saying that? He looked slow as the year went on. He caught a lot of passes, but boy, did he look slow. And there were no yards after catch for the most part. No, no, Hooper, no. That's like a rash. Uh, But, like, here's what I would say about Hooper, because this year he is what it is. Next year, if that contract's expendable, I think they should really think about it. I was not impressed with Hooper's year went on. No, I'll tell you what. If you could, if you could build on what you've built on with Njoku, and if you can improve Bryant, you're but good. You think you would? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm with you. I just think I understand why they brought him in. I get it. No, no. Right. It's, next year, you need him. I think after that, 2022, if you can get out of that contract, I would really look at him. Did they sign him to a four? I don't remember. I mean, I, I think they did, but again, like you know how contracts work in the NFL. There's usually an out after the second or third. We have to look yeah, at see what yeah, see, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. see if they have any guaranteed money there. But again, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll look at that. Hooper's one guy I wanted to circle. I've been talking about this with Holly too. Hooper's one guy as the year went on. I I was less and less in love with. Him. Um, Agreed. I, I just think Agreed. And as time went on, you Andy Andy was an adamant non Njoku fan. And oh, Njoku gone. Couldn't stand him. One of them gone. Couldn't stand him. I was so I always I always kind of liked the guy. I was oh. hoping he would come around. Yeah, you wrote him a love note, right? <laughs> Dear David. <laughs> is it okay if I call you chief? <laughs> <laughs> I would really appreciate it. <laughs> I just think Njoku's story is remarkable and I am pleasantly pr- surprised to say I was dead wrong and I'd never been happier. It's okay. I was dead wrong. Dead wrong. Fine. Yep. It's okay to be wrong. You know why? Is it because there's folks on a national level that are wrong like all the time. So you're fine. Oh, exactly. No, no, so I, I, I admit when I'm wrong. <laughs> the offensive line for pro football focus rated out the yin yang, except for one guy, but I think it's I think it's okay so he's a rook, and you can probably guess. Teller, 92.3. That's elite. The Botonio, 85.5. He's a pro bowler. He rated a pro bowler. All pro, Jack Conklin, 84. Just about that cusp. JC Treader, 81. That is unbelievable. Three, four, four guys in the 80s. One of the best offensive lines in the league. Stats uh, some would say the best. They, even when they weren't healthy, there were guys that stepped in and played well. 
Those four, though, between Teller, Batonio, Conklin, and Treader, unreal. And even Michael Dunn. Even Michael Dunn. Michael Dunn ran a 76-2. Um, they have – I mean, that does not – I mean, they have – Hubbard's not even on this list because he got hurt. That tells you how well the Browns have an offensive line. Because Michael Dunn's probably going to stay around now. And then Jedrick Wills rated 62.7. He did run. Uh, he did rate much better as a pass blocker, which I think you could see. Uh, I'll, I'll just say this: Jed is on his way. I'm very. I think we're all happy with Jed. So I wouldn't really. Rooks are going to rate a little lower. That this is how it works. Well, but. I mean, you know, he had his pre-snap penalty stuff. He had a couple of. There were a few issues at Left times. Tackles. But you and I, every time it would happen, it was it's Will's. He's the rookie. I think he'll improve. My whole point about the offensive line is. How we've all come, not only is there not a worry, I'd say with Michael Dunn and Hubbard and Nick Harris, you it, it the line's set. Well, ev- yeah, oh, absolutely. And even the fact that let's not forget that Wills came in and learned a new position, moved to the other side of the I ball. Know. I know. And I was and was plug and play. Oh, they that was, I mean, he was, he was a first round draft pick. Who did not have one preseason game? Not one. Not one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Learn the scheme. Learn the system on Zoom. Jesus. Learned it on Zoom. I can't even do my. I can't even do my fucking like. Um, we can't even do this podcast remotely. No. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> Kevin Atkins on Facebook. Hey, brother. Um, we got to cut the nuts down here soon because we got the LeBron. That, that yeah. What's going? On? Oh, hey, what's up, Kevin? Thanks for tuning um, in. Um, we got to do that LeBron tour. But anyways, back to this. So that that's your – again, I think the only shocking thing is Njoku. just shows you how far he's improved. Now, pro football focus numbers for the defense. These numbers, some predictable and some are alarming is what I'd say. Defensive line, I don't think it's, it's so much. Uh, Garrett's an 86 point. I think that's fair. He was probably on a 90 level till COVID. I think after that, he, he did not play as well without COVID. 86, that's an all pro level. That's what he was. Olivier Vern, 74.2, confirm what we've all been thinking. He is a starter, and he played really well at the end of the year. His last eight games were very, very strong. Um, we're going to do this a lot probably. That is going to be a tougher decision than what I once thought. You hope he can take a hometown discount because having Vernon back in Cleveland would be a good thing. That's the only thing. way you're going to get him. It's the yeah. only way. And if you don't, there are going to be options out there, so it's okay. But yeah. – but, Again, Vernon is falling into the category of gets us guy. He is he is falling into that category where you're starting to kind of like him and want him to be around. For him to rate on um, Pro Football Focus a 74.2, I mean that that's a starter level. That says you how far he came. He did not play well his first few games. He really closed the year strong. Yep. Um, someone named Calvin Malvu never even saw him play. Malvo Malvo is the next rated guy, which means there's a big drop here. Sheldon Richardson, I thought, played well this year, but his score was a little lower than I would hope. 68.6. That's just below starter. It's because uh, he played better against the run, and that's why. Yeah. That's what it is. We because he's he's in the middle. That but it, it, it's gonna get to a bigger thing. I want to jump down for a second. Larry Ogan Joby only rated a 51.4. Yeah. He's not coming back to Cleveland, folks. No, and 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 we already we said that last week, didn't we? I mean, I know I, know I did. We I both know. did. We both did. No, no, no. I, yeah, it was time for him to move on. He did not play well this year. Um. Yeah. And 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 again, there's money to play with. There's people that actually want to come here now and play, not just come here and collect a paycheck. 
I think if you're going to spend money on uh, bringing folks in free agency and all that stuff, Andy, I think focusing on the on the line of scrimmage is the way to go. Defensive. I'll, I'll even go a step further. Adrian Claiborne did not have a good year. Fifty-seven point eight. He won't be coming back. Um, the Vincent Taylor's a rookie, so I mean, I thought actually Vincent Taylor times played okay. Gustin had a 65.7, which tells you how – I mean, he played better than some of these other guys. My whole point is up the middle for the Browns, which for people who wanted to – no one is. It, it was weak. It was weak. The ends are, uh, the ends could be stronger, I think, even if you don't get Werner back. Yeah, but. If you're not – again, if, if Joe Woods isn't going to come with a rush, you have to have guys on Something. the line of scrimmage that are going to do it themselves. And he did not – he didn't have that. And then linebacker. Elijah Lee was the highest. <laughs> it's not good. Elijah Lee is your highest rated linebacker according to Pro Football Focus. Malcolm Smith is at 60.7. Taki Taki, 66. Ty Davis, we didn't really see him much towards the end of the year, 66.5. Nope. Goodson, 66. Mac Wilson, 41. And then Jacob Phillips is a rookie, 39. Um, this was the alarming group, and we all felt it all year. I know mm-hmm. linebackers lost importance. I will say when I read through these numbers, even again today, Jared, these numbers are alarmingly low. Well, again, uh, again, Taki Taki, BJ Goodson, workable. Mac Wilson, oh boy, I love you on Twitter, Mac, but on the football field, it's getting to be a real struggle. Really, and your Atlanta analytics numbers are telling and I, me. And I, you get, yeah, and he gets angry about it, and I get it. I know you get mad. I know you get look at the numbers. Look at the number. I mean, it's one thing for us to see it, and then it proves out in numbers. In this case, it's not Come good. Come on, my Andy. We said this before the season started. We said it before the season started. If they're going to be good defensively, and they're going to ignore linebacker, then their line of scrimmage play has got to be elite, and their secondary has got to play their asses off. You can get away with it if you have that. You can get away with being weak at linebacker if you can do that. Couldn't do that. They have to improve interior D tackles. They have to improve linebacker. Have to. Have to. I don't know that they're even going to focus on linebacker. Then focus on D tackle. By the way, that's fine if you get a good D tackle. You got to get someone. I mean, I know. And we're we're going to get more in corner and safety in this minute, too. Yeah. All right. Cornerback Denzel Ward, 70.5. Again, if I'm being fair, I thought there were some games. He he's I like him. I know you like him a lot too. He's mm-hmm. gotta stay. He could have had a I, I'm sure you he'd be the first one to tell you he did not have the cleanest of years, but he played well. He played he, he was the best of this group. Terrence Mitchell, 68.9. It's about right. Uh AJ Green, he only played one snap, so whatever. Robert Jackson, the guy off the street, who I actually thought played well, rated 54.2. He rated above Kevin Johnson. I'm Jared, I'm not surprised. I actually said, I go, God, that kid's not as bad as some of the other guys we got. And that number kind of kind of says what I'm saying here. Kevin Johnson, 51.4. I was not impressed with Kevin Johnson at all. MJ Stewart, we saw a lot this year. He 44. Which is about right. I mean, the, the story is here. You need another cornerback. Well, and when you're, hopefully that's greedy Williams, but who knows? Your hope, yes, correct. Hopefully it's greedy, and I I would go one further, and I would you still gonna you're gonna have to draft a corner as well. You're gonna have to um, Denzel. I, look, you have to draft a corner, not even because you're worried about Denzel, because Denzel might not have played elite level this season. He might not have been in that Pro Bowl level. 
Um, but bigger than that is his health. Bigger than that is having him on the field. And we are at a point now where Denzel's starting to get to the point of when's he coming back? When's he coming back? When's he coming back? And we talk about that and it get it starts to get exhausting. So let's hope Ward can stay healthy. And it's not a knock on him. It just is what it is. It is what it is. I think he's a perfect example of do the fire pick up and let's see what happens in two more years. I would not, I would not go. Yeah, I mean, you might as well. And again, like I said, just keep go ahead and you got to draft another boy. You got to draft another one. Cornerback numbers. I I was not surprised, but just confirmed. You're going to need to get something, you know, whether it's a free agent or draft pick or both, maybe both. Safety, there's one good piece of good news. Ronnie Harrison is as good as we think. He's 76.6 in pro football focus. Yep. That is a good starter. Yep. He plays that way. That was a great trade. I can't tell you how excited I am about him coming back. Yep. That guy will make a big difference next year. Promise you. If you get him and Delpit, I agree. I heard this from Jake Trotter. I thought the same thing. If you get Delpit back healthy and Ronnie Harrison, safeties are good. These are good backups you have after that. You have good safeties. Carl Joseph ready to... 55.2. I thought he played better in that number, to be honest with you. That was the one I thought that was unfair. I thought Joseph actually played better that number. Well, he's Uh, a guy that he looked like he had improved over the season. And he had, he's, he was also, he was also one of those cases of right place, right time. He, he just has a nose for the ball to what Jared's saying. I agree. Yes. Um, Sandejo is as awful as we thought. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 44.6. He can't come back, right? No, he's gone. God. No, why would they? They have to. He's a free agent anyways. There's no way they bring him back. What are you going to do? They bring him back. Although he's a Stefanski guy. Again, he's a Joe Woods guy. Joe Woods defended him a lot this year. He's been in the league a a few years, too. He's not he's not new to this. Um, He's got to go. There's no way. that, That dude cost us seven to 14 points. For the whole first half of the season, every single fucking game. He did. Seven to 14 points, at least. Every single game for the first eight games. No. Sandeo's got to go. Got to go. Red wine, I don't even know. I think red wine is very overrated by fans. He's not that good. I'm going to start getting harder on that. He's not that good. Correct. (laughs) I mean, you just get to a point. I, I like this game because it just proves it's like he's not that good. Well, we need to follow this up with this. Look, people get butthurt over this. People have their favorites. Players all love each other. They're going to back each other until the end of the day. They're all a team. I get it. I get it. But the Browns are going to have some very real choices to make, business choices. And what Andy and I are talking about right now relate to those business choices that they are going to make. We're not trying to pick on guys. We're not trying to be mean. We're looking at just the numbers given, and the analytics. Just giving the numbers. Because That's this it. is a very analytical place. So I think the numbers are actually going to play a bear here. Now, no. uh, Dan Monas wants to know, what is Sandejo's number? I would love to read it to you again. Because yeah. Jared, Jared loves Sandejo a lot. 44.6, which is F-. minus, And he's great. Because he played a lot. He played a lot. Bad is 41.6 like- in coverage. <laughs> I 
I might just want to see Sandejo come back to see Jared's reaction. <laughs> he is not good. If he's on the field next season, how do you get to the Super Bowl with Sandejo on the field? No, we don't. Yeah. Then, uh-huh. then I don't want to have this conversation. Then, then, then conversation's over. To relive the last weekend, we kind of tipped the pot. Yikes! Yeah, exactly, Dan. Yes, Dan. Yikes! Facebook. Yikes is right. Um, it was bad. It was bad. I think the bigger thing from these numbers and get to this weekend, then moving on to the Cavs. They about ready to tip off the Lakers. Um, LeBron, remember him? He's in town. Um, I think the biggest thing from these numbers is how well Njoku improved how Baker's become a Pro Bowl-rated uh, quarterback, including the even football-focused, how you're seeing things in this team, the offensive line is as solid as we think, and how the middle of the Browns' defense was the weak point, where it's Larry Ogunjobi or the linebackers. The Browns had a lot of problems with, with doing anything up the middle, and they're going to have to improve that. I still think defensive end could be better, too. Adrian Claiborne stunk. Uh, his number, boy, <laughs> God, that guy, what a bad – I don't want to harp on that guy, but, God, he was awful. Off. By the way, the Browns missed Andrew Jennings this year. For people who forget, that was a free agent we did sign from the Bengals, who's a defensive tackle. And he sat out the year because of COVID. I, I wanted to bring that up. That Andrew Jennings thing, we never thought about him. He would have been nice to have. I there. literally forgot about him until you brought him up right now. Andrew Jennings would have been nice to have on his team. Um. Yeah, so there's things to there's things to make improvements on on defense. The offense is as good as as uh, we think they are. Wide receivers so, are very good. Running backs are very good. So uh, what do you do? You uh, you improve on defense, and then you go win a fucking Super Bowl. My only other note is I want Higgins to come back. I know you want Higgins to come back. I will just say this again. I really think, I really think, if Higgins leaves, the wide receiver position, even Clarence football, football pro football focus, will be okay. Good. They but will I, be, but that will. Do you really want to fuck with the? No, I, 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 I'm signing room? him. If I'm if I'm Andrew Barry, I'm signing him right now. Okay, but I'm not Andrew Barry. And you don't even have to get crazy with the money to keep him. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see what team sniff. He him. wants to be here. I'm, I'm with Andrew you. Barry. Schmooze the hell out of him. We'll see. I hope he does. So, I like Hollywood and Cleveland. I do. Now, we kind of bantered about, so I'll go back to it again. So, the Chiefs are going to – I mean, I think they're going to win a Super Bowl. I don't think it's even – Um, I would say I believe the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl, but I would not be surprised if if Tom Brady finds a way to win. God, that'd be – I'm retired, Tom Brady. Nothing against the guy. I have nothing against the guy, but I, I think we're good. I, uh, I have grown to appreciate – how fucking good he is. I mean, this is a guy. Let's be real. This is a guy who left. Hey, what's up, Damon? Checking in on Facebook. Howdy. This is a guy who left New England because they wouldn't let him coach other players and were being assholes. And we can we can only imagine he's dealing with Belichick. And he wanted to get out of uh, you know, his hand job owner's, you know, place too. Probably didn't want to be there with any of that shit. Um, goes down to Tampa. He's down there with Bruce Arians. He's down there coaching guys. Brings Gronk out of retirement, which tells you again, Gronk didn't want to be in New England anymore with those assholes. Comes down there, and they're there again. In a brand new system with a brand new coach. Who would have ever thought it would have happened? So I I just, I, I, I can't hate it because it's so incredible. It's, I mean, he, he, he's doing it. 
I think it's he overrated. I, I think I think it's overrated. He only went to ten Super Bowls. <clears throat> it's not enough. <laughs> it's why people. So, I mean, it's only Andy, 10. Andy, let's remember: people hate LeBron. 10. People hate LeBron. Everyone hates him until he's on your team. You hate it's a guy Tom, until he's on your team. Can we trade for Tom Brady? Yeah, I think, yeah, let's Brady? do that. We should bring, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Stop talking about Deshaun Watson and Matthew Stafford. Let's bring Tom Brady to Cleveland. Look, look, I'm tired of the Tom Brady storyline, <laughs> but I am not naive. He is so good. It reminds me of Jordan. That's actually exactly what it reminds me of. I'm tired of, I got tired of Jordan. I got, I'm tired of Tom Brady. I'm tired. Of he's as good as it gets. This. Damon, I get it. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of him flashing his ring. I am too, Damien. Damien. I'm going to make Damien's stomach feel better. Let me rub your belly, Damien. Ready for this? Can you imagine those Cheerios that Bill Belichick had this morning? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, here's this too. You better believe I'd be I'd I'd walk around with flip flops and and have those rings on each one of my toes every fucking day. And then I and then and then people would be like, "Where are your Super Bowl rings?" And I point at my feet. <laughs> I don't know what that means, which just I, feels uh, like it'd be a fun thing to do. Yeah. Um. I can't root for the Chiefs after this year because the Browns have to beat the Chiefs now, but I will be rooting for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I just don't want to see Tom win another Super Bowl. Can't explain. He might. He might. It would be hilarious. Oh, I mean, he's there. He's the only one game. Look, if he, if, he won, if he won this game against Mahomes and these Chiefs, seal it. Done. The problem is, though, he's not going to retire and walk off into the sunset. He's going to play another three or four years. You know that. You know Tom Brady's got another three or four years in him. Go ahead and buy that TB12 cookbook. Go ahead and live that oh, lifestyle. God, I don't oh, God. live that lifestyle. I'm already drinking green avocado green. chocolate. I've had the I've had the the avocado chocolate ice cream. It's really good, actually. <laughs> Sounds just awful. remember my wife's a Patriots fan, so she and she loves Tom Brady. Such a lovely woman. She's cheering for such a stupid team. <laughs> um, stupid, stupid. Well, I mean, she's Boston born, so it's not like she just picked it up. You know, she was born. Yeah. Yeah, Boston does something. Yeah, we should have been playing oh, today in the Super Bowl. I don't we, we, uh, I'm getting to all your comments, EJ. I'm reading them all. I'm gonna, I want to do a lecture. I'm ignoring his comments. He's making me uh, angry. I want to do a lecture here in a second. Um, a lecture. Uh, but anyways, I love yeah. EJ, but we're gonna do a lecture. Yeah, he's uh, he's wrong on this yeah, one. Yeah, yes, he is wrong. Um, Damian Fuchella, one more time, then we'll get on to the Cavs. If we beat the Chiefs, I think we would definitely be in Buffalo. Yes. Agreed. 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 Yep. There yep. are there. I'll tell you right now. The the Bills have a great coach. They squeeze every bit of juice of talent in that team. McDermott can really coach. Yeah, that um, team cannot match point for point with the Chiefs, certainly as we saw. And I'll be honest with you. And the Bills and Browns a big spot. Browns would blow them out. Smoke and them. the Browns can beat the Chiefs, especially next year with an improved defense. I think they can. I think the Chiefs are that magical team in football right now. They are right now. They, they are. are right now. And they are very, very, very good, which fast. is very, very, very annoying. They're fast. very, very, very fast. Defensively, I I was surprised. No, they're they're much better than what I thought, too. That is your Brown stuff. There's not going to be a lot of news this week. We will be back to do more Super Bowl stuff on Super Bowl week. We'll do picks and stuff. But now, Cleveland Cavaliers. EJ won't be watching. We will be. Cavs time. Let's do it. Now, the Cavs had a welcome back tour. They played Kyrie on Friday and Wednesday. On Sunday, I think they showed up to Boston. The score wouldn't tell you that. They did They they, they, they did have uniforms on. That was 
I watched that game. I had two TVs going, and I watched that game. That Why? was that was a shit show. We will get to that in a second. After the um, first half, I was like, I'm not, I'm not following this anymore. Folks, and then I woke was, up and checked the score in the morning. Folks, they were at, at, at five minutes left. The Cavs were down forty. Yeah, forty. I had people on the Instagram page. Why they take Sexton out? I'm like, they should have taken him out at halftime. Like we. <laughs> 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 Andy, they thought he was going to score 42 to bring him back. Oh, my win. God. I love people. It's like, take Sexton out. I'm like, folks, did you watch that game? <laughs> Time to rest. <laughs> take a nap. Yep. We'll get to that in a second. But tonight's LeBron back night now. I see EJ. We'll put up his comments. Uh, LeBum, I don't agree with this. Not a fan. Never was. Happy played for the Cavs. Thankful for the block and championship. EJ? I like LeBron. I love LeBron. I think he's done a lot. He is a – you can judge him whatever else. That guy gives a lot of things back to the city, gives a lot of things back to the kids in Akron, gives a lot of things back. Uh, you, people can make judgments on everything else in life. That's fine. We can that It all goes down these roads. And there are a lot of people inside the NBA who got frustrated during the pandemic season. So there's a lot of bickering back and forth. LeBron has definitely created – the most interesting aura I've seen. And it is very debatable. What he, again, that's for a different show. He did some things that really rubbed not only people off the court, but in the court the wrong way. So that's all debatable and fine. But in this town, on the Cavs, he was wonderful. He did a lot of good things. He knows how to use the power that he wields to do, to, to make things happen that he wants to happen. Yes. Whether that makes other people happy or not. EJ's got love business. It is love business. business. Correct. It is love business. But that's business. but that I don't think that's a reason to not like the guy. No, I, mean, I agree. I, I, no, no, no. I shouldn't say that. If that's your reason for not liking him, that's fine. I understand. And again, I don't have a problem with him being that way. Right. And again, he's rubbed a lot of people on and off the court, not just off on the court. Many if players you, rub them the wrong way. So he's he's there's no doubt. He is a fr- he is a frictional player. Like he creates well, he, he creates it. Andy, I'm in the in the time in the time in the day and age of social media, what the fuck do you think people would think about Michael Jordan compared to what they felt about him back then? I'm I can't believe I'm saying this. It would actually be in that Kobe Bryant law circle. Oh, you think so? Oh God, yes. Well, that whole Kobe issue, that's a whole other one. So I I can I'm not gonna have that conversation yeah. right now. But there's, but there, but Kobe had that like. I'm step not. Under- I see. I, that's that's where we. I'm that's not it. a Kobe fan, and a lot of that, and a lot of that comes from. I know that people love Kobe. Um, I this comes from knowing situations that I otherwise wouldn't have known, except for the fact that the the lead prosecutor in that in that in that trial with Kobe sat in front of me as an airman when I was in the Air Force in Italy. Uh, cause her father, I think was like a retired Colonel and they were doing a, an assault, you know, presentation and stuff. I, I, I can't look back on that and know what I know about the case and how everything went down. And I have not been able to stomach Kobe ever since, whether that's fair or not. I just, um, that's just where I'm at with Kobe. I don't, I don't even think that they, you know, that's a whole other conversation. LeBron, but that's the other thing too. LeBron has never found himself in a situation like that. LeBron has never been in the news for getting in trouble or, or doing something stupid or being a bad guy. Never. 
He has only been in a nude. The worst thing that we ever saw was his wife smoking a joint at Progressive Field in the 2016 World Series. And even oh. then, I wish he'd have passed that dude to me. So, oh. so like, what are we really he, mad about? He did one really bad thing, and it was bad. He wore a Yankees cap to a baseball game. All right, that was that. That no, was fucking bad. That. That, was that, was, bad. that was that was that was fucking bad. Yeah, but he made it up by bringing the whole team in twenty. That was that was, was before twenty sixteen. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. That was fucked up. Okay, that's fucked up now. Anyways, anyways, Damian on Facebook. Let's get a couple of comments. These are topics we want to talk about. Anyways. Did you see the rumor with the Nets trade yep. involving Love possible? Okay, yep. Yep. so basically Love, Drummond, and McGee being rumored on getting traded. Here's my quick 10-second cool. thing. I just talked getting? about this. So Jared stole my thunder, but I was going to say, the Nets just trade away all their draft stock, okay? So I don't understand what you're getting back. It's going to have to be a three-team trade. I would not trade Drummond at all. That is a mistake. Why would you do that? If you want to trade McGee, I understand that because now Allen is playing his minutes and McGee is a pro. He wants to play. I think that's very fair. I have no problem with McGee. If he really wants to play, which I'm sure he does, and he needs to play somewhere, I get it. Allen needs to be playing above McGee. So the thing makes a lot of sense to me. Of I'm very much on the fence. I still wouldn't, but I get it. Drummond, I'm pissed. Don't call this show. I'm mad. Mad. Don't understand it. Love, I get it. I wouldn't do it. McGee, Jared Allen's playing his minutes, so McGee being traded makes a lot of sense to me. But the uh, Nets, what are the Nets going to track unless it's a three-team deal? I don't yeah, know. that's look, there's no way. And and I was just going to say, unless it's a three-team deal. Yeah, they're going to have to. But who's the, who's the sucker third team? I don't know. Not easy. No. So, look, Kevin Love's not going anywhere. Drummond's not going anywhere. McGee more than likely isn't. And, again, only because the Nets don't – what do you – what is we bringing Kyrie back? 2029, 2029 draft picks? I mean – No. No. I, I, actually, they're going to trade for draft assets. My draft assets. Listen, we're not, we're not, we're not Boston from five years ago. Damien again. I don't need exactly. assets. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Damien on Facebook. Exactly. The Nets have nothing. No bench and no draft pick. Exactly. I mean, that's a nice rumor and nothing against the uh, the gentleman who posted that. Um, I got his name up here somewhere. Uh, but I mean, I, I just don't. Don't I just say don't it. Don't bear it from down the road. No. Watch. We'll be wrong. We've been wrong sometimes on the show. If they're, they're they're wrong, joke. then the teams are. Then we know better than the teams right now. Yeah. If they if they do that. Um. But anyways, that's what I think of that rumor. Again, I would wait. I can't say it's enough. I would I would be patient. With, I would bring love. I think love, there's a spot for love on this team. There is a spot for love on this team. I'll say it again. This team needs another shooter, and that's what he does. Yeah. So why would you not bring him back? And Drummond is crazy. That makes no – he's playing well. I mean, I don't – you can – I'm sorry, wrong podcast. I will not hear – you cannot trade him. I will be so mad. So fucking – it doesn't make sense. I mean, we're starting to see how this team, this team works with all these big guys. Why would you trade them? No. Why would you trade them? Don't do it. I don't understand. Anyways. Don't do it. Don't do it. What is he? He's one of five active players with 
so many points and so many rebounds too. I think I don't remember the number. The guy plays hard. The guy plays well. The guy makes an impact on the team. You can see it. Plays hard. Yeah. Controls the center of the lane defensively. Can actually, as a big time, I mean, he's a huge dude. He actually doesn't do a bad job dribbling up court. Why are we trading him? I mean, I would lose my again, shit. Andy. The question isn't you know why are we trading him? It's for what? I don't even care what it's for. For That's what? The yeah, but it, there it, is no, but there is nothing for no, what? No, no, for what? Um. Anyways, so the Cavs, so the Cavs. No, I it wore me out thinking about it. It really does. I I like drone a lot. Um, <laughs> wears me out. McGee, I get McGee, I get because Jared Allen is playing his minutes. That makes sense. That I get. And Love, I understand, but I wouldn't do it. I think Love has a spot on this team. This team needs another shooter. Example last night. I mean, they need another shooter, and that's what Love does. If they can move McGee and make, and it makes sense, then they'll then do, do it. Then do it. I, but outside of that, I wouldn't buy into any of the other no. nonsense. And to the Nets, it's like, what are we going to give them away? He's in the, they're in the East. We're, we're competing with them. Come on. I'm tired. I, I get, oh, that's another podcast. I am tired of dumping for draft picks. And for people don't want the show, I fucking hate that. And I know Jared does too. Like they're just they're playing craps. You're playing craps with the craps table. It's a draft pick, okay? What does that mean? Now, in fairness, the crap the Cavs played craps too for the Kyrie Irving trade. This is a wonderful article by Chris Fedor. Read it. It's a really nice job he did over the weekend explaining this trade and how it has finally flipped. Not only in favor for the Cavs, but maybe it's lopsided to the Cavs. And he explains it through, and we'll get to the short of the gist of this. Remember that trade, the key to that trade is Sexton. Sexton until last no one played well last night, but Sexton especially been. But Sexton's played much better this year in his elevated game. And Correct. then through that trade and through other trades, they got Nance Jr. through the Lakers, Drummond through the Pistons, and Allen and Prince through the Nets. Those are five pieces that make a big impact on this team. It hurt. It maybe didn't help the Cavs win another championship. That could be debated from Kingdom Come. I will say, though, the Cavs have got a starting lineup with this trade. Sexton, Nance, Drummond, Allen, Prince. I mean, that's a hell of a haul. Read the article. It explains it well. But and that, talent on the bench after that. I mean, they have a team through this trade is the whole point. And Colby Allman, who's gotten, a rough, who's gotten some rough comments from people and probably on this podcast, when you read that, you should tip your cap to Kobe Altman. That's Kobe Altman at work with his staff. They did a hell of a job still, scrambling to get that team. You can't say it enough. This is still a team playing at 500, and they have not been healthy all season. Yeah. And not only partially not healthy, like half their team not fucking healthy. I know. Guys who need to be on the floor not healthy. Yeah. Yeah. 500 basketball. So, yeah. and beat the fucking Nets twice. Twice? With Kyrie coming back to Cleveland for the first time. And Colin Sexton wearing Kyrie Irving shoes. Durant, Harden, Kyrie on the floor at Cavs 1. Cavs 1. Colin Sexton had on them Kyries. God, made, it even, made, it, made it even sweeter. Um, <laughs> Kyrie, fucking weirdo. Although he gives back. I know. There were people that were mentioning that stuff too. He he, Kyrie does do good things. Kyrie's still a fucking weirdo. That's all. Anyway. He has got a long road to go. I will say him coming back to Cleveland and pointing to his ring finger is a start, but he has a long road to go to heal Cleveland. Long road to go. Yeah. Is it a real sports town? He is a weird guy. Weird dude. He's perfect for Brooklyn. 
enjoy. Would be my line. Enjoy. Because I thought in that game that was a perfect example of Kyrie Irving. In many moments on Friday, he did his fancy dribbling, as Tony Rizzo would say. And I agree, Tony. His fancy dribbling. And you want to got him? A 12-point loss or whatever it was. Like double-digit loss. Mm-hmm. And Sexton outplayed him in both games. Mm-hmm. Buried a three over him, didn't he? Oh, my God. And overtime was great. But anyways, that trade, again, Chris Fedor, tip of the cap. It only, not only brought Sexton, but he pins it through of how you can equate Nance Jr., Drummond, Allen, and Prince with that trade. That is how far those tentacles go on that. That trade has been won by the Cavs. Because remember, Kyrie's not on the Celtics anymore, obviously. That, that was um, the trade. Now, we have breaking news. Damian wants a reminder by the that Earth is not flat. Thank you. Kyrie Irving reference there on Facebook. Might Damian, be. good joke. Good joke. It might be though. Oh, he is he is so strange. I love him in Brooklyn. In a two-dimensional Damian, in a two-dimensional world, he is. It is. Oh, here's another trade rumor that was a hot rumor last night in the NBA. And there's another one I'm anti-against. Oh, should we trade uh Drummond for Westbrook or love for Westbrook? No. I don't want Westbrook on this team. I don't. For what? I I think I no. For what? There's a lot of rumor last night on the Instagram page. All so right. we, I don't we want to talk it. about it anymore. That's stupid. Just, you don't want to get your Westbrook jersey next year, Sandejo? No, no, no. Let's talk. Yeah, let's let's also talk about uh let's talk about the Sean Watson coming. Yeah. Oh do that yes here's my last thing on the calves last night they did not <clears throat> they did not play well obviously duh okay but here there's a couple articles written like hey this is what happens when you play a higher talent team and all this i want to just lay this then is i think the calves are fine it's one loss it happens in pro baseball sometimes in pro football and pro basketball where you just get the shit kicked out of you the Cavs checked out at halftime blah blah blah, 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 blah. here's my one note the Cavs have to play hard and had to be mentally prepared. They were not either. The Celtics are one of the rare teams that actually played just as hard, if not harder, than most teams. And the Cavs weren't up to that energy level. They usually are. They weren't last night, and they weren't mentally prepared. The Cavs have to get ready for those nights now. Because the Celtics took them seriously. And the Cavs snoozed for whatever reason. They talked about it after the game. They and there's snoozed. no reason, and there's no reason to think that. And I've already saw it. LeBron. LeBron wasn't out on the court or early, but he's out there with the starting line. There's no reason to think that the Lakers aren't going to, you know, win tonight. So you're talking about two losses in a row coming off of a three game win streak. So the Cavs are going through their tough part of the schedule, but they won yeah. the first two to go two and two in the stretch with the Nets twice and Celtics and Lakers. You take two and two. You sign it up. Yeah. You sign up for it. This team has got room to improve. They are shorter. The biggest difference last night was Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown just went off, and the Cavs don't have that Jalen Brown guy. They can sometimes uh, with with Sexton. They can sometimes with Love, but Love's hurt right now. They really don't have a guy who can just shoot buckets outside of Sexton and maybe Love, and that's it. EJ Scalata, 12-6 Cavs, good. We're going to get up to him in a second. They did not – yeah, Damian, here's – Damian's comment on Facebook. I'm going to read this. I want to talk about this too real quick. They didn't expect the defense from the Celtics because the Nets didn't play defense at all. Exactly. And I'll tell you the other thing that disappointed me in that game. This is the only thing. As that game went on, Damian, the Cavs stopped rebounding, which is rare for them. They just they did one of those, like, we're not fucking going after unless it's at the free throw line. And that, that again, it's one game. I'm sure everything's fine. 
that shit's got I'm sure it's one game stop, but that was I agree, Damian. Well, I brought this up. Played hard last night. Hard the, Kimba and Brown, especially. That yeah. teams, even good teams, have done this. Oh, they all do. Uh, and in the postseason, they've done it's been a it's been a thing for like the past five years where teams just Check don't out. show up. Check out good teams. Good teams just don't show up. It's happened. LeBron years, it's happened. So no, it happens. It's only one game. But again, I, I saw too many articles like, well, the Celtics have far more talent. I'm like, I don't see far better talent, actually. No. I don't yeah. agree with that comment. I see no, a team. And that, and that was why, again, that's why I was I was surprised that the that the spread was eight points. Well, the, the Celtics have played together longer. They're the more experienced team. That's what I saw last night. What I saw is the team with more experience. Do they have a little better talent than the Cavs? I think that's debatable, maybe. But but I saw a team that's played longer together longer together and Tristan Thompson makes a big difference doesn't he because when he's playing for the Celtics he played really well last night so everybody was up for that game I want to play the Celtics again is my final comment I want the Cavs to play the Celtics again because they are not 40 points different I mean no. I know they didn't lose by three, but they're not 40 points to bad they they've they play him again don't they they have to yeah, play him one more time at least because of the LeBron game should we punt the Indians one more time I don't want to talk about the Indians I'll be, no, I'll be being dead honest. I've read a lot about them. I mean, I got stuff to talk about. I don't no, we'll no, no. I don't want to talk about them. We'll hold. We'll hold one more week because it made 60 minutes. We'll hold. Next Monday, good teaser, Indians time. Tribe time. Tribe time now. I need a week. I need I'll a week. It. I'll be ready to talk about the Indians in a week. I'm going to be very angry. I told I told Andy before the show started too. Major League Baseball in general. I can't wait to have Nick Francona back on. Here I, is, I just, I'm, I'm so aggravated with Major League Baseball in general, with them dealing with the fucking wacky state of Arizona and their ridiculousness out there right now. And the Indians themselves are just, I don't even, baseball's pissing me off. As a guy who loves that game more than anything, I'm, I'm, I'm aggravated. This is Paul Hoynes' mailbag. We'll, we'll do this one story. What are Paul Hoynes' mailbag. Mailbag for team names. Here we go. Here we go. You may have heard some of these. But here's here's the ones he's been. So we're doing possible team names. Yeah. Oh yeah. Andy, I don't even want to do this right now. You know why? Legends. Because next year, isn't the, they're not going to change a name until after next year. So I don't want to talk about this. Drummers. I don't care. Suits. Another year. Ions. Another year. Railroad. Railroad. That's what we announced. That's what we announced. I like tornadoes. We're changing a name. Like Oops, we're not doing it yet. We're going to make you stew over it for a year. Stupid emeralds for the emerald necklace. I like this name the best. The Believe Lands pubs, vultures, railroad railroaders is awful. Mariners, cheapskates, cheapskates. Yep. <laughs> Good news. Cheapskates. Good news. According to Terry Pluto, he's hearing they're going to spend another five million dollars. <laughs> Listen, make the name as wacky as any fucking AAA team name out there, and you'll fit right in because that's what you do with your talent anyways. Call them the fucking ducks. Call them the fuck whatever the fuck you want. Stupid. Oh, God, Damien. Great comment. <laughs> When's the next press conference for the Indians? Oh, wait. They probably won't tell us like last time. That was the quietest. Like, here's Hammer. Here's Jimenez and Rosario. We're not going to do a press release. We'll just, we'll just push play. 
right now the only, the only person that I the only person that I that I like in the organization outside of outside of Tito out, out there's a couple in there but Bieber, really the Josh social media the, the guy the person the guy or girl who runs more than likely it's a female I think she's got a kick ass at it she's, I'm almost positive might be wrong might be a guy I social like media it. whoever runs their social media that's my favorite person within the Indians organization outside of Tito I love Josh Naylor. I'm very excited about Fred. Yes. Okay. All right. Look, I love Jay Ram. I, I am too. I'm I with you Jay on Ram. all the young talent. I'm not, it's look, Tito exactly. and the talent on the field are great. The organization, the front office, the ownership group. I'm aggravated. I don't want to talk about it. I'm very excited about Bobby. Hey, we're going to change the name. No more, no more Chief Wahoo, no more Indians. Oh, we're not going to do it until 2022. What? 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 I like the Believe Lands name a lot. I think that's going to be a cool name. The Cleveland Believe Lands? It's kind of clunky. That's all right. Kind of clunky. And, Andy, listen. You directed the greatest documentary of all time regarding I'm reading. Sports. I'm reading Paul Hoynes's. You directed the greatest documentary of all time in all of Cleveland sports, including both versions, the version before the championship and the version after the championship. I cry every time I watch it. And I am telling you right now, we are not going to be the Cleveland Cleveland. <laughs> it doesn't work. How about tornadoes? I like tornadoes. <laughs> I like the tornadoes. I think that'd be cool. I can't think of those. Cause it reminds me of walking into seven 11 and it's those fucking dollar round tacos that spin on the wheel next to the hot dogs the tornadoes ej on facebook the jokers sure might as well damien the cleveland metal so we can be like the scrappers yeah yes. i love my mahoning valley mahoning. Who, are no, who are no longer affiliated with the cleveland indians because the major league baseball come on piss me off again piss I me will, off again i will irritate you no longer Martin. affiliated they're I no longer affiliated it. with the indians you know I that is where you know that is where uh who's that big ass pitcher? Why is my brain CC Sabathia got to start there? Yeah, yeah. The spiders. I like the spiders too, EJ. I like tornadoes a lot. No. I like the tornado of the show coming in that maybe. Cleveland Baseball Club. C B. Cleveland Baseball Club. Uh I still like Guardians. ABC. I don't want to talk anymore. Piss me off talking about the Indians. We'll do more team names on Monday. You wait. I got more. Paul Hoynes, I love it. Paul, thank you, man. If you ever watch the show, thank you. That was a good one. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> it ain't against Hoynesy. I love Hoynesy. I know. It's not against Hoynesy. Um, good. All right, we got to watch this game. Do your read. I want to. I want to watch. I want to watch LeBron, and then we'll talk next week about the the Jimenez Rosario. I know everybody's on grips, gripping for that recap of that press conference. I am. It was sick. We're brought to you by Waiting for Next Year. Check them out, Original Cleveland Sports Reporting at waitingfornextyear.com. Also coming soon to Evergreen Podcast. Make sure you check us out on Facebook, facebook.com, Cleveland, uh, forward slash Cleveland and Beyond. That's facebook.com, forward slash Cleveland and Beyond. Also follow us on Twitter at CLE and Beyond, CLE and Beyond on Twitter. Shoot us an email, Andy and Jared at gmail.com, J-A-R-I-D. And don't forget, after this Cavs game tonight, when the Indian, or I'm sorry, not the Indians, Cavaliers no. get destroyed by the Lakers yeah, and the LeBron. Believe lands back here, the Believe Lands. Wrong name. 
Sorry, and they I'll get destroyed you. by the Lakers this evening. No, Andy's going to jump on uh, to our Instagram page at official Cleveland sports. You can see all of the post <laughs> game coverage, all of the post game cover. I'll look at it in a second. All of the post game coverage at official Cleveland sports. Check it out on Instagram <laughs> Andy will be on there live. I will not. I will be in bed. Oh, come on. I will be in bed this evening. You are not helping numbers. Oh, maybe I will. Maybe I'll come stay up. On. I can't watch the game. Sinclair no, broadcasting not. group is screwing anyone who streams their cable. Streams their, is that even the right term? Who streams their whatever, their television. Because, oh, because we got Fox Sports. And, oh, we bought, we bought Fox Sports Ohio and Sports Time Ohio. And we, we, uh, we're we not going to allow you to stream it over Hulu and, and, and Sling and YouTube TV. Because don't get me started. I know way too much about Sinclair. They're based out of Baltimore. They're assholes. I'm leaving it at that. <laughs> this show was supposed to be happy and fun. We talked. Let's Can we do more pro football focus grades on the Browns? Oh, I fun. got more. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, look how angry look how angry i've become i'm a bitter old man is it this is 40 this is 40 this is 40 that's what it is it's because i'm 40 i'm a month into being 40 uh did i forget anything else did i say to go to everything that we go and do yes i did okay so andy final thoughts damian frugella i like your comment on facebook the cleveland discounts i would say the cleveland two first the two first so we traded away a shortstop for two shortstops, a two first. Uh, I also like EJ Scalata's idea of Damian Fuchala drug marts. You know, they should just sponsor a team name every year. Maybe it's Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland discount drug mart. And then, and then next year it's going to be, you know, Cleveland key bank. Maybe the, the, Cleveland, next year the to- Cleveland, the Cleveland, uh, good years, the Cleveland yeah. Firestones. I, I love all these ideas. It'd be a new uniform each year. It'd be fun. Do new logo. Cleveland melts. Yeah. The Cleveland wild wings. I will do more Indians news to fire up Jared next week. Don't you worry. I got tons of stuff. I next, want to talk Indians. I just can't handle it. Next next week, Monday, no, Friday show, Monday, and we'll do a Super Bowl betting show on Friday of that week. The Rocket Cleveland Mock and Mortgage. Damian, way to go. I'm not happy about Purdue's loss in Michigan. That was not good. Ohio State with a great win against Wisconsin. That was a great bounce back win. That was in Madison. I am still watching college basketball. I will lift the college basketball knowledge on the show. Don't you worry. I'm lifting, lifting the knowledge. Lifting. You know what would be cool is if they named the team after the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That would be cool. I like the tornadoes and spiders, and you can always name anything Cleveland. <laughs> Shit, it's so corny. I'm talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame name, Corny. Corny. I want to watch. I want to watch my Cavs beat the Lakers. Let's go. Maybe I should name them the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Call them the Cleveland. Uh, I know, David. I got Direct TV too. <laughs> All right. I didn't move back to Northeast Ohio so that I had to pay extra for fucking STO and Fox the, Sports. The Ohio. dish says so much. It, it's a great talking piece in the yard. Everybody loves a dish. <clears throat> nope, it, not it, happening. It, 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 I am. I'm done. I I live local now. I'm gonna no. I'm getting Armstrong cable. That's what I'm doing. I'm gonna give in and I'm gonna get Armstrong and I'm gonna get rid of Hulu. Actually, because I didn't realize Hulu was charging me as much as they are. Uh, that's what I'm doing. But I'm not doing it until I move into my house. Why? My wife is looking at me. She wants me off the show. What? You need me? I'll just take a whole new 
She did a whole look at her. Well, that's great. I'm doing a show. I'm talking to the people. We will be back next Monday. Have a great week, everybody. Go Cavs. Grumpy Jared, I hope you have a great night. I'm hugging you mentally. I love you. I love all of you. This is fun. I don't care. It's entertaining. That's all I care about. Damien, you're on fire tonight, buddy. I like the Groupon. Who has live sports? Yes. Who has live sports? Thank you. I didn't know. By the way, I did not not see the new Baker Progressive commercial where he turned off the lights yet. Um, I tried to, I heard they played that during the, the chiefs, uh, game, the chiefs bills game. And I did not see it yet. So I'm going to go back on YouTube and see if they loaded it. I, Cause I, I heard it. I heard it brought a tear to people's eyes. So I was, I was watching the the Celtics Cavs game. Thank you. While doing that. So I was not watching any commercials of the chiefs bills game. <sighs> I, you watch me, Damien, you'll be there. The Sinclair's great name. AJ. Great. <laughs> Sinclair, Cleveland Sinclair. Edric Wills. I saw that too. I did see that. Uh, Damien, I'll see you after. I saw, yeah, I saw the Wills commercial. Wasn't that the one where they were playing a video game on the big screen? I like that. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. Do you have any interest in college basketball this year? I yeah, I I will, I will, I'll get there, I'll get there. I'm I, I, I listen. It's it. This is on me. It's been like three or four years where I've just fallen off, Andy. I understand. I love basketball. I love college basketball a lot. Like I'm just spending too much time doing other shit that I I haven't had the time to. College attention. basketball is more important than your house. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I need to get into my house. And then also I've got, yeah, there's other special news. I'm teasing about that after, after I get off and, and finish this wrap up here, I've got other, other work related things I got to do actually. So uh, I'm going to do that. Jamie and your love for direct TV. I feel it. I got direct TV too. All right. Are we saying goodbye. Now? Come on. I want to watch this game. Let's go. So long. Farewell. It's time to say goodbye. Come on now. Your wife's, your wife's saying it's time to go. Hey, uh, that's it. We'll talk again soon. I'm pissed off, but not really. It's all fun. Fuck. The Indians. 30 million. Fuck. Just doing press conferences, no press release. But we're going to press release our team name. that hasn't changed. You're enjoy welcome. Them, enjoy them while they're here. Whoever they are. <laughs> Whoever they are, just enjoy them while they're here. I can't wait for I like Josh Naylor though. I can't wait till Bobby Bradley like blows up and then we get rid of him in three or four years. It's fine. Can't wait. Can't wait till it's Naylor blows up and then we get rid of him in two years. It's always fun. <sighs> I got a headache. I'm going to take Advil. Talk to you later. <laughs> bye, Andy. <laughs> bye bye. Cleveland and Beyond with Andy and Jared is a part of Evergreen Podcast. You can follow them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cleveland and Beyond, on Twitter at CLE and Beyond, or shoot them an email at andyandjared at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit the website, clevelandandbeyond.net. Ready to up your game and learn more about the thrilling world of sports betting? Introducing Double Down with Breslow, the ultimate podcast about the business of sports gambling. Join me, James Breslow, and a long list of expert guests as we dive into the art and science of the sports betting industry. Evolving regulations, technology enhancements, and the meteoric rise in the number of players makes this sector the fastest growing and most intriguing in the world. Unlock the business secrets from many of the industry's most recognizable C-suite executives, including famous 
famous odds makers and influencers. Every episode of Double Down with Breslow is packed with insider tips, deeply skilled analysis, and in-depth discussions. Don't miss out on the ultimate resource for mastering the business of sports betting. Listen to Double Down with Breslow on the Evergreen Podcast Network or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Double Down with Breslow, the business of sports betting podcast.